This is Sean Smithgall and Taylor Stuber, your host of the PGT Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore different topics related to postgraduate training preparation for pharmacy students. Through our series, we hope to give a down-to-earth, enticing discussion on how to prepare for postgraduate training application. This is the last episode in our podcast series. This is CV or Curriculum Vitae. So since we've already talked about throughout the other podcasts how it's important to continually update your CV and keep track of all the things that would go on your CV and add them in a timely manner, and Taylor, you've mentioned that a lot throughout, uh, we just want to make this a simple, what are some tips and tricks when it comes to formatting or thinking about your CV? So Taylor, start us off. What are your tips with CVs? So I think one of the biggest things for me, when I'm looking at a CV initially, is I want something that's formatted neatly. So making sure that your spacing and alignment all match up and that the text size matches up with with everything, depending on the heading level and everything. Just something that flows together really well and is not just randomly organized. I think that's kind of a easy off-putting thing whenever you see something that's visually unappealing. So in my opinion, you know, even just the look of it is important. I agree a hundred percent. When a CV isn't formatted correctly, it just drives me nuts. It makes me cringe inside when like there's indents that are off because it's it tells me this person doesn't have attention to detail, which in my mind, pharmacists should have a very good attention to detail. I think it's important just to have a conversation with yourself about are you an indent per are you a bullet person or an explanation person? Or are you not? If you try to make everybody across the country happy. I would say that's impossible in terms of do I put explanations under all the activities or things that I did versus do I not put explanations? I think either one is fine. Like if you want to put bullet points, that's fine. If you don't want to put bullet points, that's also okay. Uh, Personally, I don't put bullet points because one, it allows me to talk more on my CV. Like if I hand my CV to someone or if I'm in an interview where they're just looking through my CV, it makes them look up from the page and ask me about my experiences so I can say what I've done. And I feel like you're not going to get dinged for not having those. But on the on the flip side, if you do have bullet points, it allows you to explain some of your things to give people more insight. I would recommend that you be consistent with that. For example, if you have one experience that you have four bullet points under that are very detailed, talk about all the projects that you've done or the things that you've been a part of. And you have another experience that either has like one bullet point or no bullet points. Someone might look at that and say, well, clearly they didn't do anything on that experience or clearly they didn't have really a big role. And so you got to think about is that is it going to make you look bad and how consistent it is uh, keeping in mind that someone may be uh, you know evaluating that throughout yeah and I, I i totally agree with that i think if you polled 100 preceptors or program directors about whether or not explanations or bullets should be included in a cv or should not i think you'd probably get a 50-50 response i also happen to not really do bullets for the same reason as you were mentioning but i don't i think bullets can be and explanations can be done really well and i and so my piece of advice with that is if you are going to include them i think making sure that you highlight some of the unique things that you did for example on that rotation or what your role with that project was so don't just say very generic things but try to try to emphasize some of those maybe more unique things that you like if you started or tried to have an immunization awareness program that you developed 
or that you help develop. I think those types of things would speak more than just listing some of the more generic tasks that are going to be done on each individual rotation. Yeah, because the assumption is that you're, you're, you should be doing those tasks, right? Like when they list just like rounding with the team for an acute care rotation, it's like, well, we'd expect you to round with the team. Most people don't want to sit there through every single thing on your CV. They want to be able to scan it. And maybe they do want to go back and read every single thing, but you want to be easily scanned. So a good use of bolding and non-bolded and italicized words, things that make certain things stand out using different font sizes, as long as they're consistent, as in like all titles are this size font, all subtitles are this font, everything's formatted the same way. Making, almost setting up your CV so where if I look at the first page, I've learned how to review your CV and I should be able to see that same kind of formatting throughout. I think being able to scan through someone's CV and, and then be able to find the things they want to find quickly is, is very important because you may be in an interview situation where the person hasn't looked at your CV beforehand and they're pulling it up right before and they're or they're they're flipping through it to ask you questions. So making it easily searchable gives you more time to answer questions and talk about yourself. Yeah, and I think one of the other things I wanted to mention as far as formatting and organizing a CV, there can be a lot of different ways and you might see general templates out there. You might have something with the school that you're attending that has they have a specific format for CVs. Now, I think I think in general most would recommend that you start with your education at the top and then your uh, clinical rotations if you're not just your clinical but your APPE and your IPPE rotations as a uh, pharmacy student next but I think then you can kind of have some more freedom in terms of what's organized where so let me let me kind of give you an example so if you're applying to a program that is very research oriented and that you want to make sure to highlight your research experiences maybe that's something that you could include next versus at the end maybe for another type of residency program. So just making sure to highlight highlight those things and you can actually tailor it to a specific program in a sense. And I think it's okay to, to have that. But it, I think in general, um, you'll get into a format that you're comfortable with and it, it can kind of be, have your own kind of little twist on it without being too off base. In terms of what goes on the CV, Taylor, what do you think about, do you have to be completely familiar with everything you put on your CV? Or, or be able to talk about it? I think that's an excellent point. Absolutely. I think you absolutely have to be familiar with everything. So I've been in interviews on <laughs> at, for residency programs where they've been kind of just thumbing through my CV and then they point to something and they, they say, tell me about this experience and what your role with that is. And so that's that's going to be something important for you is, is one, including things that you are making sure that you're you're aware of and that you're aware of putting it on your CV, but also being able to describe it and that you have a meaningful role. So if you put a health, health fair in there that you attended one time and maybe screened two patients, maybe that's not something to put or list on your CV if you didn't really help like organize it or or put it together if you were just attending it. That would maybe be something that I might leave off of there because I don't think that you're going to be able to explain much with something like that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause like you can, just like you can fluff a letter of intent, you can fluff a CV. And I think the skilled evaluators and interviewers are going to be able to pick out a CV that's been fluffed as in there's a lot of additional things that were just added for the sake of adding it. 
and you got to ask yourself, like you're going for a, a some sort of position that deals with pharmaceutical uh, or, or pharmacotherapy or something in the pharmacy realm, right? You know, either clinical or industry or research, but it's all related to medications in some way or shape or form. So does this experience help you in this future career that you want to do or this future position that you want? So like, yeah, you were on the track team in high school, but does that really mean anything now? That's an excellent point, Sean. I think that's all the time that we have today. Thank you for tuning into this episode about tips and tricks for your CV for this PGT podcast.